0: i'm a gamer i love console So...
1: Good evening ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 6 of Genesis Gems. It's great to be back, I am Nick Stevens, one of the co-hosts, and with me this
2: week is... I am Rob Luther from the Retro Junkies, good to talk to you, Nick.
1: Good to have you, and who else we got tonight? I am Landon Long, also of the Retro Junkies. Sweet. And we got a good turtle guy over here. Who
0: else is here? Uh, I am Josh Wood with Turtle Flakes.
2: That's right. Awesome.
0: Retro Junkies, apparently.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. that's right. And you're quite the singer, by the way.
0: Well, right. well, thank you. You know, I try. I uh, grease the golden pipes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Well, uh, yeah. I, first of all, I gotta say I'm really excited to start the show back up. It's been a long time coming. I just, I just missed it. Um, you know, and and I kind of thought, well, you know, maybe we could do the Sega Gems thing for a little while. Uh, you know, maybe branch out to other Sega systems and everything. But you know, I just thought, you know, I kind of like the sound of Genesis Gems. It just
0: it rolls off the tongue.
2: It does. Exactly. You know?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and how cool it would be to be like, yeah, I'm a Genesis gem. You know, people ask you, what do you do in your free time?
2: Yeah. Pretty sweet. And then they go, what is that? I'm like, it's a podcast. What is that?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it takes a couple minutes to explain, but once you say Sega Genesis and Sonic, they're like, oh, yeah, that's awesome.
2: <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> Alright, so uh, today we are going to be covering Crewball for the Sega Genesis. And this is one where a lot of people have, you know, different opinions about this game. Some like it, some hate it. And you guys are going to find out what we think of the game. Um, but uh, I guess we'll start out with the history and development of the game. This game was developed by NUFX, N-U-F-X uh, which also developed Rygar for the Atari Lynx. It was published by Electronic Arts, so this is an EA game. It was released in 1992 in North America and Europe. And it was released a year later. Actually, it looks like here around December 26th of 1993 in Japan. And this is an exclusive Sega Genesis game. It wasn't ported to any other systems or uh, computers or anything like that. Uh, As a matter of fact, it's not on any of the newer consoles as well, like uh, Wii Virtual Console or the PSN or Xbox Live. Uh, Pretty much, if you didn't have a Sega Genesis, you probably didn't play this game. Did you guys know that this wasn't originally supposed to be a Motley Crew game? No. Huh. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was originally called Twisted Flipper, which I think is an awesome name. What do you guys think? I <laughs>
3: think it's like a Twisted Metal. I've got this image of a dolphin like rocking out on a guitar, Twisted Flipper. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, that's
0: great. <laughs> I like it. I like it. It's like or, echo,
3: or... echo with a guitar. I mean, come
2: on. Oh, that's the Echo game we all wanted to play.
3: That's right.
1: One of the bad guys in this game is actually called Sister Twisters. Really? <laughs> I
3: love that. That's awesome.
2: Uh, yeah, but the weird thing is it was changed at the last minute. Um, apparently the producers wanted to shop the game to MTV's popular show called Headbangers Ball um, you know, and see if they would license the game, but they, MTV turned the game down. So at the very last minute, they actually put the Motley Crue name on the game. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Richard Robbins was the game's dev- uh, the producer, and it was designed by people two guys that were actually heavily involved in pinball games: Mark Springer and uh, Brian L. Schmidt, who composed the soundtrack. Which the soundtrack we're going to get into that. He was also um, composing a lot of the pinball tracks for popular pinball games like Sega's Star Wars Trilogy in 1997. Um, Black Knight which is a popular pinball game and Mutant League Football for the Sega Genesis so that was pretty awesome Ooh. can't wait till we reviewed that one eh
0: oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> love that game
2: oh yeah I so was a
0: portion of Mutant League hockey myself
2: really you're the hockey guy huh
0: yeah I can't find one though I have Mutant League Football but I can't find the hockey game it's, it's a little bit harder to find yeah and, uh, friends across the street had it we used to play the heck out of that game <laughs> great game <laughs> great
2: game uh, I think that's all I have for the history so we can get right into the gameplay is that a twisted flipper pin?
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: it is.
2: Wow. Alright, so uh, Nick, you want to explain the kind of the, the general gist of the gameplay?
1: Yeah, sure. Um... You know, this is video pinball at its best. Uh, you know, it's it's quite not quite like your real pinball, but you do the same same concepts. And the cool thing about this game, you know, aside from real pinball, is that there's moving characters out there. So you actually have a lower, a mid, and a high level of the pinball. And what's real funny is when I was playing it, I would kind of almost forget that there was a lower level behind me. So I'd <laughs> be playing on the mid level, and the ball would go through, and i no no. no! <laughs> I'm like, oh wait 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 yeah, I'm good I'm good I'm good. So, but anyways, it's it's kind of a. You know the title kind of explains it. Heavy metal pinball. So there's just a lot of real cool references to to the metal culture in here. I know with the you know with the little dancing statues that look like Beethoven's and the, <laughs> all these all these other things. So it's real cool. And I know even the uh, when you uh, start the ball, it's actually called a kickstart. You know, kickstart. Kickstart my,
0: oh. yeah.
2: kick start oh, my game.
0: So. <laughs> kickstart your cart. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> kickstart your cards. <laughs>
2: oh, I like that. I'm telling you, we're gonna have to have like a rock opera. Seriously, yeah. Genesis James Maka, <laughs>
0: I'm down.
2: Yeah, all right. I, I can tell you are. <laughs>
1: yeah. And and a couple other cool things about this game is that it, it encourages you to tilt. You know, your B button is actually to tilt the machine, and never penalizes you for it. So you can just sit there and jam on that B button the whole game and oh start shaking gosh, the whole serious? machine. Yeah, there's there's no no limit to the tilt.
0: So. I, I never bothered. It's like a uh, headbang for metal.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say if this thing penalizes me for tilting it, I'm just rocking out. <laughs> so yeah, so right. it just makes perfect sense. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but um another part of the gameplay that's kinda unique is that the you know, when you get to the high level, when you get past this little bad guy, his name's Craig, by the way. Um <laughs> it, it actually it actually kinda breaks this wall, shoots your ball into a uh Know, like a circle looking thing and it kind of has a cool little cutscene where the Motley Crue guy says something he says crank it up oh I love and that it, part and it actually like changes the table which I thought was cool that's something you can't incorporate into a real pinball you know you'd have to stop playing this pinball machine and run over to the next one real quick to change your table so that, that's, that's one cool thing about this that you can't find a real pinball but other than that it's just you know a typical pinball game with some real awesome music
2: yeah absolutely now when you okay so there's three levels okay and then when you get you know you have to unlock certain things at each level usually you have to kill two or three skeleton guys uh, and then you have to hit like the letters rock uh, or you know the, the words rock and roll and then that'll unlock something and finally when you unlock everything and you get to that third level and you kill Craig uh, or break the wall behind Craig I guess uh, that hey, advances what's up, you <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> what's <Where's laughs> my money Craig <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so that would take you to the next level correct did I understand that right because it would say volume, it would say crank it up. You know, you'd have that funny cutscene, and then you'd have a whole new kind of pinball board uh, with different music, and then it says volume level two, and then you know it progresses. I think up to like eight or nine volume levels. Are those like different stages?
0: Yeah, it goes to up to nine, and those are the different stages. So okay, it's sort of the same format. It's uh, a multi-level pinball. It's just the enemies and some of the, I guess, some of the design of the table is a little bit different, but the basic structure is the same.
2: Right, okay, okay, that makes sense.
3: The only other video pinball that I'd ever played was the Kirby's Dream Land pinball on Game Boy. It was one of those, it was kind of like the three-tiered table where you had the bottom, and then you were trying to get from the bottom to the medium or middle level and then on up to the top. And it reminded me a lot of that in the way it played, but it it was, uh, I don't know, I liked the music a lot better in this one than I did in the Kirby game. I was actually, like, banging my head the whole time I was playing it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jamming on that B button. Oh, yeah, jamming that d like, I was
3: doing it in tune, too, at one point. I'm like, man,
0: this is awesome. Well, uh, at first, I thought my Sega controller was broken because I couldn't get the game to work. Oh, no. Because I didn't realize that you have to hit the up button for the left flipper. I, I yeah. think it's the
2: design of the Genesis controller. You have to hit, like, the left D-pad and then the C, you know, I guess, uh, f- for each flipper.
0: Yeah, it really kind of threw me. And at first, I was like, why would you ever do that? Why would you use up? And then after I started playing for a couple minutes, then I realized, well... One's on either side of the controller, so it makes a lot of sense. Right, right. But, um, yeah, after, after I got going on it, uh, I really liked it. You know, I liked I liked the drop targets. Those were cool with rock and roll, like you were saying. Um, I know sometimes in actual pinballs there aren't as many features, uh, as like as many drop targets and things, just uh, to cut costs. So I think that there are a lot of things in this game, because it is a video pin, that obviously wouldn't be in a regular pin. And it kind of adds a little bit more interesting element to the game because the enemies that move around... Like near the top of the screen, you've actually got guys you're trying to hit, um, so it keeps things interesting and fresh. And the uh, the tunes are rocking.
2: Yes, I agree. Oh yeah. Yeah. What what I noticed is, um, you know, if if you're concentrating on your high score, then you know you could pretty much hang around the first couple of levels uh, and, and stay there because you know you kill those skeleton guys, they just keep on coming. It's not like they stop coming out after a. a uh, a little while and then you know the bottom tier if you knock uh, the words rock and roll down and it that activates like this pyramid and then when you go across that that I mean racks up so many points and you don't have to kill Craig you know you could just keep on racking up scores that way you know of course you know if you want to see the rest of the gameplay and the different bosses you of course you obviously want to progress to another level but you know I don't know I just thought there was a lot going on which was good in this game you know there, there were lots of different monsters Like like Nick what were some of the monsters names again? You said, well, uh,
1: the ones you're just talking about the skulls, and I, I got I, this is the only description I'll read just to save everyone from boredom because this is hilarious. <laughs> but the, the, the skulls are called dreadheads.
2: Oh, nice! <laughs> and
1: the and the description says these Rasta mutants are jamming, but not in the name of metal. They hang out in the middle screen to keep you from nailing the top gate. Three hit dozen men, in. Two to squash them, one to kill them. Sound <laughs> not sound awesome? <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> so I guess they're like you know like Rastafarian type guy like you know, you know you. <laughs> they're not metal fans so you got to got to take them out but, yeah uh, yeah they don't belong here yeah some of the other <laughs> ones oh uh, well, and and when you when you get rid of some of the statues these little slimy brains come out mm-hmm. and they're called they're called cerebral cyclops and then <laughs> yeah uh, they don't one eye yeah the, and, and then the statues are just called beethoven dudes <laughs> and the uh, little vector man type looking uh, worms are called head maggots <laughs> and then there's 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 the things that kind of look like a tornado sister twisters, and then cocoons, bad bones, killer clowns, Craig, and crabula. And that's, <laughs> crabula. that's what, the, I like that's that what the instruction yeah that's all the instruction manual has.
2: So. <laughs> so so what do y'all think of the controls? You know the physics. Uh, do you think this is like a realistic pinball?
0: Uh, I thought it it kind of seemed a little stiff and linear the way the ball moves, mm-hmm. almost like yeah. uh, like you're pong. You know when you hit it, it's it doesn't. I don't know. To me, it really it didn't seem like a, like an organic, like it would really move on a real pinball table. But um, you know, it's pretty typical of a video pin, I guess. I'm I'm a little bit harder on it because uh, I play the Williams Pinball uh, Museum, oh, and those are like, those are perfect. Yeah, so I'm a little bit spoiled on video pins, but uh, I think it's it's passable, it's playable, but it's not terribly accurate to a real table. I don't think.
2: You know, it seems like the ball seems a little bit lighter, like it almost kind of hovers at certain times. But uh, yeah. I, th- I thought the flippers were really responsive. What do you guys think? Yeah, I like the flippers.
3: It took me a little bit. I'm kind of like Josh. It took me a little bit to get used to the, you know, left side, the control pad doing the left flipper and then the C button doing the, the right flipper. Yeah. It took me a little bit of getting used to that. And I, I agree with him, too, on the physics of the ball. It is of It is kind of linear. It's kind of stiff acting, you know, not like a real pinball. Yeah, and the, and the ball itself, like the
1: graphics-wise, there's almost like a little glare at the top of it, but then it never moves. So It looks like the ball is just kind of floating the whole time instead of, <laughs> instead of spinning. And I know that's 16-bit. I can't get too picky, but I just thought that was kind of funny.
2: Right. <laughs> let's talk about the music. We've kind of danced around a little bit. Uh, let, first of all, let's talk about the Motley Crue tracks. Uh, we, we've got Livewire. We've got uh, – oh, speaking of Livewire, we have totally forgot the intro. Landon, would you, des- would you describe the intro, man?
3: Uh, the intro, you know, at a, it starts up, you know, and it gives you the option of choosing your players. Or you can actually demo the music, which is really, really cool. Uh, not, a, I don't guess a lot of pinball games have that, where you can just, like, jam out to the music. But it um, starts out, you know, you see this neighborhood. It's nighttime. All the lights are off. Everybody's <laughs> in their bed. And this van, like, straight out of Wayne's World, just <laughs> drives up the street. It's like baby blue with flames on it. Dude gets out. He kind of walks into his house. And, you know, you see him turn the lights on, and they go off, and then they turn on up in his bedroom. And then he starts jamming out to some Motley Crue, and all the other lights in the neighborhood start turning on. And it gets louder and louder, and then like this, you hear this old lady like,
0: "Turn that down." <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> and then it, and then it goes into the title screen. And I guess you're the whole point is like, yeah, I'm gonna prove that lady wrong. I'm not gonna turn it down. In fact, I'm gonna turn it up. That's right. <laughs> uh, I was calling him Metalhead Mike. I don't know why. That was just the name I gave him. I'm like, Metalhead Mike, you rock, Get out, dude. <laughs> this
1: pinball temp- machine goes to 11.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I was kind of disappointed that the volume level only went up to 9. I was like, seriously? What, what's up with that? <laughs> yeah. I wanted to go up to 11 and rip the knob off. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, I don't know that that uh, that intro scene is pretty good, I, and it, and it comes up pretty quickly. You know, first thing as soon as you cut on the game, you hear Doctor Feelgood uh, playing, and it's I think it's a pretty good Genesis version of that. I mean, what do you guys think of these uh, Genesis versions of these songs? Are they pretty good to you guys?
0: I recorded on that gameplay video. Uh, you could see that whole intro uh, gameplay video that's on our um, our YouTube channel. So it has Wait. that whole scene with him in the van, and uh, I got some scenes with demoing the music. Uh, on the select screen, but yeah, I thought they were really cool, actually, I mean they actually got the rights to the songs themselves, and they I think they were reproduced pretty faithfully in 16-bit
2: Yeah, I agree, I actually really like the guitar solos, you know, uh, John he, he's the, the the guy over at our friend over at uh, Nerd Noise Radio, and he was kind of explaining, um, i put Livewire on uh, his Facebook page and I asked him if he'd do like a geek speak about it kind of talk about what was going on and he just explained how the lead you know there was a whole bunch of different effects that the FM chips did for the lead and stuff and it's I don't know it just it seems like Genesis knew how to rock and this is the this game is a perfect example of that um so I loved I loved the ports, and I really liked what, uh, I think the composer's name was Brian Schmidt. I really liked his tracks he made, because really there's only three Motley Crue tracks, and the rest were all songs that Brian Schmidt uh, had composed, and I thought they were really good. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, they, they weren't like too plex or distracting or anything like that, but I thought that, you know, for a pinball game, with all the other sounds going on, I thought it worked fine, you know?
0: I really liked it. I, you could tell on the... Like the more bassy, kind of guttural sound that the Genesis can do, mm-hmm. it was kind of sweet. Gives you the the feel of overdrive on the guitar. Yeah, I know. It was pretty awesome. A bit I of love distortion?
1: that.
2: Oh, it's great.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, the, the Genesis does it. Like when you hear Doctor Feel Good. Yeah, you know, the, the, the first few notes of that song is, is palm-muting on distortion, so yeah. the Genesis has a good shot doing that, what I call the chugging noise, the you know, so it's, it's got that nice palm-mute feel to it, and Genesis is perfect for that, I always thought, but he, hearing those first few notes of the Doctor feel good, the
3: chugga-chugga-chugga-chugga it just sounded perfect on the
0: Genesis.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's
0: right, and on the Genesis you can get into a good gallop, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: That's <laughs> right. So Rob, I got a question for you about the music. Go ahead. And everyone else. Do you think it would have sounded... Better on the Super Nintendo, or do you think oh. that the Gen- Do you think the Genesis is kind of the 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 metal
1: <laughs> machine? I
3: always referred to the music on the Genesis as the metal music.
1: Well, you know, if,
3: if, if if the if Nikki Six played slap bass,
1: it would sound good on the Super Nintendo. But you know, all that Super Nintendo <laughs> <laughs> slap bass sound. Yeah, <laughs> I can see it.
2: Not, not quite. <laughs> uh, well, that's a really good question, Lane Um, I think the. Like, I I'll, I stick by my guns, you know. I, I think the Genesis had more of a raw sound. Um, I don't know the, the tech specs like John does, and I, I'm sure he could explain this way better than I could. But the Genesis just has a, a, a unique sound. It sounds gruff. That FM chip, you know, usually sounds pretty gruff and distorted. And I just think uh, this game was tailor-made for the Sega Genesis, so... So what do you guys think?
0: I'd have to agree. I, I couldn't picture this on the Super Nintendo because it doesn't have that guttural distortion sound like you were you were talking about. Mm. And now that you said slap bass, I'm just thinking <laughs> of the, the Seinfeld uh, theme on the Super Nintendo.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd agree. I'd, you know, playing, like if you play the Mutant League, Mutant League football and hockey games... You- they have a nice little chugga chugga sound to it too. So <laughs> that's I, a technical I'm, term. Yeah, that, that's what I call it. Yeah, you know, I, I, I do play heavy metal guitar, and and the the sound we look for when we test out distortion pedals and in new guitars, we're looking for the the hardest, the most deep chugga chugga we can find. So <laughs> it's it's a it's a it's a cool mix between you know you're you're getting your mids in the right spot and everything.
2: But I, I think the Genesis does a great job at that. The the interesting thing about this game is from all the reviews I've read uh, people really throw off on this game and I just don't understand why like, I know we're gonna get into the scores here in a little bit, but, uh, let me ask y'all this, do you find any major flaws in the game? Like, Landon, we'll start with you, is there anything that just completely bothered you?
3: Not really, uh, Maybe the ball physics—it kind of, it kind of put me in the mind of, of of a hockey puck the way it kind of acted sometimes. But other than that, I mean, it was a pretty solid pinball game. Well, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but
1: is there no crew music at all during the pinball game itself? Like, not
2: not that I could find. Okay, no, okay. I, I think that's all like Brian Schmidt's songs. Yeah, you know, in between, and,
1: and they were great songs. I was just waiting for some more crew music. I, I felt like I had to turn my iPod on just to, so I could hear some good stuff, <laughs> you know, for, for some, some good <laughs> Molly Crew stuff, but. But uh, other than that, um, I always like multi-ball and pinball. And, oh, me too. And unless there was multi-ball in one of the new volume levels, I, I never saw it. So, but that's really, that's not really a big gripe because with with the levels here, I don't <laughs> think multi-ball would have worked. You'd have a, one one ball at the lower level, Oh my one gosh! At the, Imagine how chaotic. <laughs> yeah.
2: Ooh. So that's that's probably a stupid gripe, but yeah. <laughs> nice. So, what about you, Josh? Were there any glaring uh, flaws to you?
0: Not really. I I think I'd agree with the not having multi-ball. I mean. I guess you could say it's a cheap gripe, but, I mean, it would be fairly easy to do in a video pinball. Not in the format that this one was, because of the multi-level, but I feel like it's something that would have been cool to have. Uh, Although I did like the bonus stage. It was pretty cool, where it goes sideways. I don't know if you guys got to that.
2: Uh With the pong, with the skeletons?
0: Yeah, yeah. I I mean, (laughs) I thought that was really cool. So that kind of made up for it, some variation in gameplay. Um, But overall, I think I got a little bit lost with the three levels of pinball, because I'm not used to that. Right. So, I mean... I don't know, I wouldn't really tax it for that. If if I was going to say anything bad about it, I'd probably say ball physics like uh like Landon said.
2: You know, I agree with a lot of the things you guys mentioned. I think the the my major the only thing I truly feel that I wish there was more of um, is more co- uh, Motley Crue content, you know, like uh, aside from I guess the the character, you know you know the character at the very beginning with as Suzuki as on the game, you see this guy like pop up and he's also on the the uh, box art uh, I think he's the mascot for Motley Crue. But aside from him, you don't really see any Motley Crue stuff in the game besides the music. Um, so maybe maybe a little bit more Motley Crue content. But again, that has to do with the development of the game. You know, they changed it at the last minute and slapped the Motley Crue license on there. So um, that's the only gripe I really have. But as far as the gameplay goes, I think this is a terrific game. So I think we should get into it, guys. So, Landon, what was your high score, man? My highest score
3: was a whopping, and this is absolutely nothing compared to everybody else's, 1482200 hey,
2: That's not bad. What are you talking about? <laughs>
3: I, only got past Craig. I only got past Craig once the whole time I played it. Because <laughs> <laughs> you had to get your money off of him. That's right. Where's my money, Craig? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going home now. See you, Craig.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, how about you, Nick?
1: Uh, I had 1,857,000. Nice, nice. And you, Josh?
0: I had 1,759,400. Nice,
2: very nice. Well, fellas, you know how it is. Sometimes <laughs> when you're good, you're good. You know what I'm saying? I got 3,107,200. Game hundred seven two hundred. Game genie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's right, they we're made talking. one for
1: the Genesis, didn't they? We're going to need, we're going to, need to see a screenshot, Rob. Uh,
2: I haven't, you know, I about panicked, though, because I thought when, uh, when it said game over, I thought it wasn't going to show it anymore, and I I was too late to take the picture, and then it finally flashed back up. I was like, oh, thank goodness. So, I will post it. I will document this.
0: <laughs> Thank goodness for Photoshop. That's right.
2: <laughs> oh, no. no, Take off. Well, 1 million can easily turn it into 4 million. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like fix it like a report card. You try to scratch it in.
0: <laughs> well, it's kind of uh, the score actually shows up like a dot matrix, like it would in a normal pinball game. Mm-hmm. So, you could just kind of fill in the dots there if you want, make it look like an extra number.
2: <laughs> I could probably change that 3 to an 8.
0: <laughs> there you go. Yeah.
2: Uh, awesome. So, uh, what what stages did you guys get? Did you guys get past stage or volume one or whatever?
3: Yeah, I got to volume two. That was as high as I got. Nice. Yeah, me too. Just volume two.
0: Um, I just got to volume two, but then I looked up uh, a code online. I know <gasps> a stage select code. If you go to the uh, the options screen where you listen to the tracks, I think you go to track six and you enter in a um a code thing. I'll I'll have to post it somewhere. You enter in a code and then you can uh, you can hit up and B or down and B and switch through the levels. Mm-hmm. So uh, I did that for the gameplay video so you could see what all the different levels look like. Uh, and I did recording on that and they're all they all look pretty similar to me. I don't know if they thought if you thought the same thing, Rob. But it seemed like the basic uh, board stayed the same. They just changed some of the artwork in the enemies for the levels.
2: Yeah, yeah. It seemed like there were there were a co- cup there were a couple of um, uh, new monsters, but there weren't a whole lot. And then they would kind of recycle the skeleton guys uh, uh, over and over again, and the brain guys, and those little green worms, wherever they were, uh, and it would just be you know different color board and different music in each one. So uh, yeah, it's roughly about the same thing. But uh, but all right, guys, it's the big question. You know, there's been a lot of uh, heat about this game, whether or not it's considered a, a good game or not. So Landon, we'll start with you, man. Is crewball for the Sega Genesis a gem?
3: I'm gonna say yes, just for the fact that it really really entertained me while i was playing it nice nice
2: so you think you'll go back and play
3: i'll probably go back and play after we get done just to try to get past volume two
2: very nice very nice how about you nick
3: oh well i'm gonna have
1: to be the negative one here um (gasps) (laughs) let me explain (laughs) 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 when when i think of a gym i think of a of a game i have to have for the system Mm -hmm. and um not not that this is a bad game, but I had just as much fun playing this as I would, like, pinball and Windows XP. So, um, to to me, it's not a Genesis gym. It's a fun game. I enjoyed it. I'll probably play it again. But if I had to go and someone said, pick only 30 of your favorite Genesis games, this probably wouldn't be there. So, uh, I'm going to have to say not a gym.
2: Uh, fair enough. Well said, well said. How about you, Josh?
0: You know, I hate to be a bad guy, too, but I'm going to have to go with <gasps> Neck on this one. Yeah, I mean it's it's not a bad game. It's it's okay. You know, I wouldn't say it's a gem though. Like like Nick was saying, you know, if if mm-hmm. you got someone who came over your house, say a buddy, and maybe uh, and stayed a night or a weekend or something, and you got the Genesis and you're gonna play some games, mm-hmm. you only have so much time. I don't think this is one that I would break out. You know, I mean it's it's fun, mm-hmm. but it's it's not a standout title to me. And uh, honestly, uh, I think I would rather play Sonic Spinball.
2: Oh, well that that is a classic. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Well, you know, I I went back and forth with this one a lot because there's a lot of nostalgia involved uh with this game for me. Um I played this all the time as a kid, but going back, I mean, I must have put it down for a long time and going back uh this week and playing it again, I'm going to say it is a gem. Um I think it's uh a game that it could be better. I'm not saying it's perfect. Um, but it's fun. I, I feel like for a 1992 pinball game for the Sega Genesis, I think graphically it's good. Uh, you know, the color scheme's pretty cool, the colors pop, even though it's still kind of a dark game. Um, and I think you know, J- Josh, you're mentioning you know if you had somebody over, the one cool thing about this game is it offers a four-player mode. So you know you could kind of kick back with your buddies or something like that, especially if they like pinball and uh, kind of compare your high scores, maybe put a little money on it or something. <laughs> you know, um, I don't know. I just uh, I would for that reason alone, and I love, love, love the music of this game. Um, I'm gonna say it is a gem. So we are a house divided. <laughs> Sounds like we're about to
1: settle this tag team style. That's right. R- R- WrestleMania 2014.
2: <laughs> awesome, awesome. So uh, I will give this game an 8 out of 10.
3: I'll probably give it an 8 out of 10 as well. Uh, 6.8 out of 10.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I don't know where the .8 came from, but I thought
0: it
1: would be a little
2: gracious. I like it, I like it.
0: But I'd probably go with a 6. I mean, the graphics are actually pretty good now that you mentioned 1992. That is kind of early. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, for graphics and sound, it's got good graphics and sound. It's just, I wish there was a little bit more with gameplay, so I'd go with a 6.
2: All right, well, guys, um, uh, here's a clip from the next game that we're going to be playing, so give it a listen, and if you figure it out, send us an email at Podcast uh, at gmail.com, and here it is
0: all right listeners you can also now reach us at genesisgemspodcast.com that'll take you to our facebook page
2: and if you have any facebook or, if you have any feedback or questions for us uh, send us an email at genesisgemspodcast at gmail.com uh, also
3: join us at our forums at theretrojunkies.com uh, we love to hear from you and if you've got any opinions on Crew Ball that you want to state there that you think others should see, hey, feel free to do so. All right.
2: Well, on behalf of the guys and myself, we wish you all a good day and good gaming. Talk to you next week. Catch you later. Later, dudes. Um, should we talk about anything? Because <laughs> we don't have any listener feedback.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't think we really have much. Uh, did you guys want to do shout-outs to uh, anybody? Or?
1: This is where we just share in- the shout <laughs> shout <out to> the
0: <laughs> <world>. <laughs> all right listeners you can also now reach us at genesisgemspodcast.com that'll take you to our facebook page
2: that's right <laughs> sorry I lost my place in the notes <laughs> That's right! That's right, Josh. <laughs> right you are.
3: <laughs> well, let me tell you something, Mean G. <laughs> When I get out there and all those pencil neck, gerbil-faced geeks get in my face, brother, I'm gonna rip my shirt off and show them what a true man is.
0: Dude, you're gonna threaten Craig. <laughs>
3: <laughs> let me tell you something, Craig. You owe me some money, brother. <laughs>